You're listening to Building the Broncos with Nick Kendall and Carl Dummler, Broncos Country's leading draft and scouting analysts. Get on over to milehighhuddle.com to sound off on all things Broncos. There we go. Hey, four track marks. Let's get that fifth one up and going. And it is still spinning. Still, there we go. Boom. All right, guys. Welcome in to an episode of Building the Broncos. Um, for some reason, our name things aren't there. Chad, what's going on? Um, I am Nick Kendall, along with Carl Dummler. You can find myself on Twitter at Nick Kendall MHH and Carl at Carl Dummler MHH. And uh, yeah, welcome in Tuesday night, building the Broncos. Carl, uh, first off, congratulations! Um, big, big, big day for you. You had a good game of golf. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. You, have, you have other news. <laughs> I don't know if you want to if you want to share, but um, yeah, no, we uh, we officially got approved for our adoption. So now the the only next, I guess the next step is it goes off to the Department of Visas and uh, we get the paperwork back from that and we get a date to go. So it's getting just that much more closer, but it's actually official. So I think they can actually tell the boys now that they are being adopted. So that's kind of cool. And uh, we get to send some questions to them. And so it's just, yeah, it's been a very exciting day. And then on top of that, like I said, had a great golf game. My best golf game in two years. So uh, just uh, everything's looking up for Carl today. I'm liking it. Well, there we go. Hopefully we get some super chats coming in here. Um, That would make it uh, even more special. But uh, yeah, guys, this is Building the Broncos. Um, You can follow our main Twitter accounts here at Mile High Huddle and at BTB Football Pod. Also, guys, make sure you check us out on Facebook. If you're on Facebook right now watching and joining us, thank, first off, thank you for joining us. But also, uh, click those thumbs up. Click the heart reacts. I see Gary Leeds Palmer coming out the hearts. Andrew Baker there. We got George Fox to the like there over on Facebook as well. While you're over on Facebook, guys, follow us at facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle pod and facebook.com forward slash mile high huddle. Um, our main area where most of our eyeballs come in here and a lot of congrats, Carl's coming in um, over on YouTube. That's our main Obviously, a lot of you guys uh, come joining us on YouTube today. Um, if you are joining us on YouTube, please subscribe, like, and share. Um, that's the number two thing you can do to support us outside of the super chat. So, uh, if you are not in a position to, you know, donate, um, that is a fine. That's the reality of the world. Um, but something you can do that's totally free is subscribe, like, and share, and that helps the shows and all the shows, not just us, but uh, my high insiders, uh, Broncos for Breakfast. Uh, Huddle Up podcast, uh, the, the Trickle Zone, Kelberman Corner, the, the uh, Mile High Deep Divers, everything. Everything um, benefits when you guys go ahead and do that. So, uh, yeah, a lot of congrats, congrats, Carl. There's Boana. How are you doing, Boana? Hope things are going well for you, buddy. Yeah. Um, Mr. Thank you, Mc- guys. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Sir McLovin joining us again. He was with us this morning. What's up, fellas? Congrats, Carl. Maximilian saying huge mate. Good on you. Congrats, Carl. Uh, Young Hog saying congrats, Carl. And we got Mike Gibbons is in the house saying, hi, Nick and Carl, sup Broncos country. And uh, Jay Kozad's in the house uh, saying, sounds weird to say, but Garrett Bowles, B-O-L-L-E-S there, buddy, um, is probably our only player for the, the AFC. It's for the AFC West, but uh, we'll get to it. I'm, I haven't seen Carl's list. He hasn't seen mine. We like to keep it uh, fresh and funky that way, you know, just like a good marriage. You know, we like to surprise each other. <laughs> um, but, God. Um, but I... Um, Jay says, I think we'll have a few more all AFC West players after this year, unless we get plagued with injuries. Definitely possible. Um, and uh, amazing here. Uh, Andrew Morrow, thank you so much. Uh, $5 coming in over on YouTube saying best news ever. Carl, congrats and God bless you and your family for the way you serve. All glory to God and hashtag get Rod- Rogers hashtag <laughs> building the Broncos numero uno. Well, uh, Thank you very much, Andrew. We got Gary Leeds coming in here saying uh, hello, Nick and Carl in Broncos country. No way, man is coming in. Carl, congrats. Des giving the thumbs up here. And uh, we got some woos coming in from no way, man as well. Kenneth uh, commenting on our punctuality. Um, I think we really do pride ourselves on being yeah. here on time. I really don't want to. I time is one thing you can't get back. Right. And I don't have time to waste. And I'm sure as hell you guys don't have time to waste. So if we say we're going to be live at this time, barring something crazy happening, I right. don't want to keep you waiting. I, if somebody keeps me waiting, I get. It's also because if somebody keeps me waiting, I get pissed. Like I, that drive drives me nuts. If you say you're going to be somewhere at a time, you better be. If you say you're going to be, if you're going to be 15, also let me know. But like, don't don't waste my time. Right. Speaking of which, that whole comment wasting everyone's time. Andrew Baker, what's up, Nick and Carl? Trying to catch Nick in the morning for stars, but work as you know. 
Oh, Andrew coming to the stars. Um, so thank you very much. But work as you know what? LOL, MHH for life. Um, well, thank you very much, Andrew, over on Facebook. Uh, thank you for joining us in the morning. Uh, John, you are the best. We got uh, Mike S. coming in here. What's up, Broncos country? Dale's in the house. Congrats, Carl. Dez is in here. Hello, Broncos country. Hope everyone is well. Um, we got Pillar PG saying Nick and Carl. Travis, good friend of mine. I love Travis. Uh, good evening, guys. On the road, on my way back home. Had to take care of some things at my grandma's. Hope your grandma. I hope things are going well there. Um, loving all the podcasts, podcasts, and congratulations, Carl. Go Broncos, Denver Broncos for life. And uh, Andrew saying, enjoying the summer with the kids, but locked in for football, pun intended. Well, Andrew, I got to say, um, this is a, seg- a transition moment here for me. Um, I'm going to venture and say that, uh, Carl, neither of us have Drew Locke as the best quarterback in the AFC West. Um, uh, for our all AFC West team. Probably not. <laughs> Does that mean you're pissed at Chad <laughs> all the time? I'm sorry, David coming in. Does that mean you're pissed at Chad all the time? No. If Chad was my co-host, I might be a little bit annoyed. But he's not, so he's not wasting my time. Um, also, I don't know if it's Chad who's – I honestly don't know if it's Chad or Zach who is uh, running late. They're both busy guys, um, and they are okay with it, but that's one of my pet peeves. It's also uh, don't grab food off my plate unless I offer it to you. That's that's number two. <laughs> I don't share yes. food. Yeah, Joey doesn't share food. That's that's not – I'm not 100% there. <laughs> but if you do it without consent, then we have an issue. I'm going to be quiet the rest of the time. Like we're yeah. having fun dinner, blah, 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 and you reach across and take some of my food without asking. Does your wife do that to you? No. Okay. See, my okay. wife knows it bothers me, and she's like, she she's laughing as she's taking a French fry, and I'm just turning like beet red, like oh. We're not gonna have a good time after that. Yeah. It's, it's simple as that. The, the rest of the dinner is ruined because I'm gonna shut down. I'm gonna be that upset. <laughs> um, what about the best dancer? Who's the best? I bet you Carl's the best dancer. He's got the wide receiver hips there. I know he's a little bit old, but he's got to get out there and praise sometimes as well. So uh, that's that's not for me. I embrace the awkward white, lengthy uh, Kendall jeans that I have. It's actually Jaden jeans on my mom's side, but uh, that's uh, I'll, I'm not even. I haven't even seen Carl dance. Yeah, it's gotta I, be him. I stay in my zone. You know, have you ever seen Hitch? Oh, yes. Where he's yes. like, just stay, stay right in here. That That's me. And I'm the guy that bites his lip, too. I do all oh. that. Um, and uh, But my, my daughter and I, we have dance-offs all the time. We mm-hmm. had one in the middle of a Vegas uh, casino one day. Mm. Pretty sure I won it. She will say different, but <laughs> we, we all know who won that one. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've got the wide receiver hips every once in a while. You know, i got the golf hips. It's all in the hips. Uh, I, I play all the sports that that involve the hips, so I, I think yeah. I could. I think I could win a dance off in our group. Oh man, I think you'd probably be number one. Honestly, I'm the now. I'm going through the list in my head. It's not me. That's what I know for damn sure. Um, we got Jerry Holland coming here. CS locked in for the season to start. Uh, Drew Lock could be the best dancer. I, t- I mean, if we're going off the wide receiver hips, maybe Jerry Judy there. He can do that stinky mm-hmm. leg all day. <laughs> What's up, Nick, Carl, and John? What's up, Broncos country? Good to see you, Tim. Um, but uh, yeah, Carl, before we even get going to unveiling this list, I just want to say that we have, uh, and it's the all AFC West offense. We tend to do this every year around July, where we kind of get a scape of the land or a uh, landscape of the land. I don't know. Landscape yeah. of the AFC West. Uh, we'll do a defense next week. Um, and that'll maybe be very Broncos heavy, uh, but f- we're doing one quarterback, two running backs. I know running backs don't matter, but we're going to do two kind of fantasy football. Blame it. Blame it on fantasy football. Three wide receivers, two tight ends, and uh, five offensive linemen. The offensive linemen have to be specific to left tackle, left guard, center. Otherwise, I'm just saying you're not picking Orlando Franklin. Or, or excuse me, Orlando Franklin. Yes, I'm picking him still because he's the goat. Um, he'd pet a rabbit to death. Um, but uh, Orlando Brown Jr., who'd also probably pet a rabbit to death. You're right. Um, so um, we got Kevin coming in here. Watch the morning show was okay. I love the huddles. Watch different shows. Well, Kevin, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm glad that we were okay for you. That's uh, that's going to be written on my tombstone. Nick Kendall, he was okay. Um, but <laughs> uh, Andrew Baker saying, love to hear about your hiking, Nick. One place I hit recently was... Harney Peak in the Black Hills, South Dakota. It's the highest point there. I live in Nebraska, so not too far. I drove through the Black Hills this year. Beautiful country. Not the same as the uh, the mountain mountains, um, but uh, still really cool. Wind caves out there, badlands. Have you been out that way, Carl? Yeah, so I I got engaged in oh. the Black Hills. Oh. So well, it's uh, my, my wife's family's from Nebraska, so Andrew. It's a little bit near and dear to my heart. I'm still a Kansas boy over Nebraska, but... Uh, no, it's it's a place they go all the time, like probably once every two years. That's where they take their vacation is Black Hills. So 
been there plenty. Need to get my daughter up there for some hiking as well. And uh, we got a, a couple of my friends just moved right there next to the Black Hills. So they they invited me on a 148-mile hike. How many? And 148. That's a backpacking trip. Yes. Right, okay. So we're, we're working on the details to get that done. I'm, I'm very excited for that trip. Where is that going to be? It's in the Black Hills. Oh, man. How's the water sources? I'm not sure yet. We haven't that, got... We haven't gotten into a whole me. lot of details. Yeah. Okay. Make sure you tap out your, uh, check out your uh, topographic maps there and uh, find your water sources. Here we go. No way, man. And Carl looks like he secretly practices break dancing. That's true. Um, Dale Hendricks coming to the $3 super over on YouTube. Thank you very much for the super chat, Dale. Uh, sorry, Nick, Nick, keep oversleeping. You know what? Dale sleeps important. So it's all good. Um, Nick beatboxes. Nick busts out the violin. Let's be real. Carl's got to bust out the guitar. I'll bust out the violin. Michael coming in. Great to see you, Nick and Carl live on Facebook. Good evening, guys. How is your guys' day going today? Go Broncos. Um, I've been very busy, um, but, uh, you know, it's uh, that's coming back from a break in a small – when you're working with a small team and you're gone for a bit, it's your work. Um, so that's that's what I've been trying to do. Um, John Eager is saying uh, he said he's in the Black Hills, and he says Mount Rushmore is only a half hour away, and he says the services are fine if you're with Verizon. So good to know. Mike Gibbons saying Broncos – for breakfast rocks well appreciate it need to keep press pestering chad to get those uh broncos for breakfast uh coffee mugs out there Ooh. um I, we're drinking coffee in the morning it's free publicity and what's going on um but uh okay carl before we get going here with afc west offense already 11 minutes in um i have it broken down here and i'll give you a second account as well i'm curious what your team looks like uh per so it's 13 positions overall um how many players for each team do you have on your all AFC West roster. And while I am counting, I'll let you guys know what I have. So I have two teams tied for number one. It's pretty evenly split, but I have two teams tied for number one with the, all the offensive talent. Denver Broncos are one of them. And maybe that's me being biased, but they have four players on this all AFC West team. Kansas city also has four. The Los Angeles chargers have three and the Las Vegas Raiders have two. So uh, that's, that's where we're at. Um, Obviously that, Raiders team is pretty devoid of talent. Um, really, they have a decent quarterback, um, and they have some weapons, but the te- defense is bad. But the offense, I mean, the offensive line got gutted. Uh, they, they got some questions and concerns. So uh, I'm curious, what, what are your numbers here? So for the Chiefs, I have one, two, three, four. Okay. For the Raiders, I have one, two, two. <laughs> That's how many I have. Okay, we're at the same and, so for the Chargers, I have one, two. So you have Broncos with five? I do, actually. Oh, my goodness. I wow. did not realize I would do that. Offensive line is where the Broncos dominated. Okay. All right. And well. I, I give them a little bit of a bump because of the Munchak effect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I give them the, the benefit of the doubt. Okay. And, and also, it's kind of that right tackle spot. We're going to talk about it. But it was picking amongst really, really bad players. I won't hear it. I won't stand for this. And let's start, you know, everyone's, oh, let's start with quarterback. Let's start with the offensive line. Okay. I think it's a little bit interesting. And uh, let's let's get all the casual fans out of here. You know, like, we're going to start right away with the offensive line. So if you wanted to listen to about running backs and wide receivers and quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. Now we're going to get to the true diehards in here. going to talk some offensive line. We're going to start with the right tackle position. I Looking at it, I think it's pretty simple who it is. Um, we're not doing Orlando Brown there. He's the left tackle. I'm not doing Bobby Massey or Cameron Fleming. Um, it's not Mike Remmers, who is Von Miller's, you know, stepson. It's B- Brian Balaga and uh, Brian Balaga, Iowa, as he likes to say over and over in his, uh, games, <laughs> but he's had some injury concerns, but he is steady. He is a really good pass protector. And to me, it's, he's pretty easily the best right tackle in the division right now. I, I went back and forth between him and Massey because, they both have struggled with injuries. When they are healthy, they are both. I would say Blog is a little bit higher up on his highs, but he's been injured a lot more. Uh, it just seems like he's really, really struggling to stay on the field, which Massey is too. So I, I don't know. I, I really did. I went back and forth between those two. I decided to give the bump again because of the Munchak effect that Massey, I think, could have a really good year for the Broncos. Uh, or at least, okay, when I say really good year compared to what the Broncos have been showing at the right tackle position. And it, it just is. I, I think a lot of people look at the Broncos right tackle spot and they're like, oh my gosh, how could they be this bad? And then I look at the rest of the division. I'm going, you know, they're not as bad as some might think. 
yeah, there's there's worse situations out there. I mean, like I said, Mike Rimmers. I mean, that man's been a turnstile for a long time. I think he's okay if as long as he's not your best tackle, right? Like if you yeah. can slide protection over there, he has some guard tackle versatility. I would love to have him as your sixth offensive lineman. Yep. But when he is penciled in as a starter, you're not going to be happy, right? Um. So uh, I. I don't know, Carl. I, I, maybe it's my Iowa bias coming in here, but Blaga, he has had injuries, but he, I would take him over Bobby Massey pretty, okay, pretty okay. easily. I, and I, like I said, I, that was the one I debated the most of any of these. Like the rest of the list, honestly, wasn't that bad to feel out, fill out that yeah. right tackle spot, just more because of just how bad or injury prone that group has been. It's really hard to pick a guy that you're going to sit there and say, yep, I expect him to be the best this year. Okay. All right, so right tackle, we have a discrepancy right off the bat. Carl, super biased. Not me picking an Iowa guy. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> rocking my shirt. Um, Brian Bulaga versus Bobby Massey. I hope you're right. And uh, thinking, yeah. talking about the right tackle, I just want to throw it out there. How underrated was that year of Jared Valdir in Denver? I feel like we don't talk about it at all, and I know he kind of retired quickly after that, but uh, he was actually pretty darn solid here. And uh, God bless. If you could get Jared Valdir going forward for multiple years, Yep. That's fine. I don't need an, the best tackle of all time or the best right tackle in football right now. Tristan Wirfs um, doing uh, how many can I get into? Everyone's going to be drunk if they're drinking for the Iowa references. Um, but uh, you don't need that. You just need average. Broncos right. haven't had that. Jerry Valdir was average, maybe like a C minus because his run blocking wasn't very good. But um, that's all. That's all I need. That's all I'm asking for for that tackle yeah. position. If Babu Massey can give that, that would be incredible. Well, and the other thing I'd add here a little bit, the nice thing is, it's kind of crazy. AFC West went from probably like best edge group in all of football yeah. to it has lost a lot of star power. Melvin Ingram being gone. Yeah. Um, Raiders kind of all over the board, depending on who's going there. I, they've got one good edge, I guess you should say. Yeah. And then one average edge. But you just think about where this division was a couple of years ago, thinking about having Chubb and, and Von Miller together and, Bosa and Ingram and you're just going, Oh my gosh, you hate to have to play right tackle in this division. Now it's not as scary. Yeah. It's not as bad. You, you could get away with it a little bit. You still want to have a good player there, obviously, mm-hmm. but it, it's not as daunting that, that you absolutely have to have one. If you're going to survive in this division. Yep. Great points all around. We got Andrew Baker talking about offensive line here uh, on topic. Uh, what's the chance that we see the belly of miners starting? Um, I would say 34, five to 40% chance this year. So a little bit less than a coin flip, uh, but we're talking, I mean, this isn't just like Cushionberry struggling. This is also somebody on the offensive line getting injured and minors yep. playing, which is a possibility. So I'm going to go 35 to 40% chance. Yep. I think he has less of a chance, honestly, at center, which is kind of crazy to say just because I, you and I talked about it earlier today. Uh, we were talking with Eric because he's writing an article on Cushionberry. The mm-hmm. center position is probably the hardest position to a transition to the NFL. It'd be a, I don't know, tackle and center. It'd be tough just because center, you have to know the offense. You have to know the calls. You have to know what the defense is trying to do to you. And, and you look at, you said it earlier this week, uh, today, if you look at the other centers that have started for the Broncos, they weren't even on the roster year one. Mm-hmm. They were on practice squad. Yep. And, and so they, they needed a year to get ready. And so I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what Cushenberry can do. That's why also I don't expect Miners to be able to win that job unless there's an injury. I, yeah. I expect him to have more of a chance at the guard spots. Yeah, no, good uh, good comment there. I agree. Um, and then you also got uh, Natane Moody, who year two, I mean, who knows what he's going to look like this year. So uh, we got EJ coming in. What's up, Nick and Carl on Broncos Country? Good to see you, EJ. Clayton here on saying smash that like button, guys. Uh, we also got a carry act in here from Allison Sessions. Thank you very much. Andrew Lampy with the heart as well. Uh, Miguel, Clayton, Holden Adams, Danny, Johnny, Michael, Scott, Richard, all coming to the likes on Facebook. Uh, get them in, guys. We're at 15 right now. Jim Edmonds, one of my favorite players growing up. Sorry to make a Cardinals reference when uh, it's baseball season there. But, um, yeah, no, that's that's an interesting one. So we got Goofy saying, I think Miners is being overhyped year one. He needs time. Uh, I could see Miners coming in and playing really well. I could also see him being like uh, um, McTelvin Ajim this year, where we didn't see him one bit. And you know yep. what? Am I concerned about that? I'm not not concerned, right? To, to not see him at all. But also, it's like, well, that was kind of the expectation for a trench player. So yep. that's 
We'll see. This year will be a really telling. Uh, Jody coming in. Matt Paradis should still be a center. Um, is he not with anybody right now? Is he? I think he's like. I think his knees are shot. It was either his yeah. knees or his hips are completely shot, and that's the reason like nobody signed him for that whole time. He might be with the Panthers still, but uh, I, I don't remember. I know that he struggled, and uh, his injuries have just kind of kind of caught up to him. I think he might still be with the Panthers though. I think he is. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. So, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, we got uh, uh, Kiaka coming in here. Um, saying Nick, I almost wrestled for Dan Gable at Iowa. Should have been, man. The best, the best wrestling in the world. Go Hawks. <laughs> oh, man. Tim saying go Cubs go. That's hurt. That's hurtful. Yuri coming in saying let's go Denver. Um, Mike S saying I thought Bulaga was on the Packers. What team is he on? He's on the Chargers now. Chargers yep. signed him this year. Chargers also signed Matt Flyers. They brought in our Filers. They brought in Rashawn Slater. They brought in a player that I'm going to name here soon also mm-hmm. um, for my list. So uh, let's go to right guard next let's just kind of work our way opposite i'm sure it's probably the opposite of how you even listed it on your your sheet here because it's i guess that's how i sent it to you but yeah. um right guard is it graham glasgow because yes. i have written down graham glasgow because yeah. and this isn't that graham glasgow is incredible but the right guards in this division right now are either haven't played kyle long what the hell is he gonna be you know i mean i like and kyle he's long injured. and he's injured they also have a Tardif, uh, Duvernay Tardif, but like he's taken a year off and he wasn't as good the year before either. He's had injuries. I think the Raiders have Denzel Good as their starting right guard right now. It might be Leatherwood, but uh, I think it's Denzel Good. And I can't even remember who the uh, the Chargers have at uh, right guard right now. So like by default, by default, and this is kind of like where we were last year with the Broncos linebackers, like by default, the Broncos might have the best right guard in the division in uh, Graham Glasgow. Yeah. And I think people forget before he came to Denver, you think about last year, had really bad leg injury yeah. that he tried to play through. Also had COVID at one point, tried to play through at when he, once he got back and just wasn't quite what you thought he was going to be. Uh, before that, he was borderline a top 10 guard in football, like right there on that edge. Not yeah. not elite, not going to be that true like Pro Bowl every single season, but a very consistent player in both the run and pass game. And I think he is probably one of those players that could potentially be one of the biggest bounce back players for the Broncos this season. That goes from everybody going, oh, why did we pay this guy so much money to, oh my gosh, look at this guy. He's a star out there. So I, I think he deserves to have that spot. Like you said, it's not only because other players are bad, but I think he actually is a pretty darn good player. Underrated. Yeah. And the Chargers right guard list right now is Matt Filer, um, who is actually really good for the Chargers or the Steelers. Uh, last year so he might maybe make a run at uh, Glasgow there for the right guard position but um, he's the one that uh, he gets in um, Glasgow gets in for me um, so there we go uh, let's go Glasgow says Buona and says whoa uh, Greg Smith is in the house saying good evening fellas good to see you again Nick good to see you too again Greg uh, good morning good evening adios ciao you know hasta la vista um, but uh, here we go Tim saying I'm just glad we have depth on the O-line this year I'm gonna add a caveat it's the interior offensive line. We have depth. The tackle depth. If Bowles go down, Bowles goes down. Woof. Um, isn't isn't Lamp the right guard for the Chargers on uh, our lads? They have Matt Filers listed. I don't even know if Lamp is still on that team. If Forrest Lamp might have like retired. Didn't he have him? Like he might have medically retired. Carl, I know that was your boy. I know. Man, those injuries. They suck. It's football. Um, Forrest Lamp news. Let's see. Uh, he's actually on the Bills now. So uh, there you go. Forest Lamp is on the bills. Um, So nope, I have uh, Graham Glasgow there, and we'll get over to the center here in a second. But we got Aaron Lynch coming in first with the $10 Super over on YouTube. Thank you so much, Aaron. Um, And he says, I'd like to see an eight-team NFL tournament, all-stars from each division making up the squads. A guy can dream. Nick, you planning on going to the Denver-Seattle preseason game? Just snag my tickets? That is a uh, wait and see. Um, It really depends on other commitments going on right now. And... uh, I would like to go. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to the Broncos Seahawks game in Seattle 2022 because Denver comes to Seattle for a regular season game, but um, preseason, maybe. Um, there you go. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, no. Let's get to the uh, the center position now because moving right across the office. Oh, you have anything to say about Glasgow? I mean, you talked about him being pretty good, pretty solid there. Um, I think people, everybody always likes the shiny thing, right? And yeah. Broncos like, oh, pain. Like everybody loves Dalton Reisner. Why are you paying a guard? Natane Moody's so strong. Everybody's talking about hype about him, but he was pretty good. 
um, for the, the Lions, and he was dealing with an injury last year. He's versatile. He's going to at least be solid, and I think that's probably the best it gets for the right guard position in the, the AFC West this year. Yeah. I, I did want to comment about the the eight-team NFL tournament. Oh, I yeah. I think AFC West would have the best offense, but I think they'd have middle-of-the-pack defense. Now, offense can go win you a lot of games, obviously, and the defense would be good enough. It's just a matter of, I think there's some other divisions that would have better secondaries because right now, I mean, we're going to get to it next week, but it might be like an all Bronco secondary <laughs> and they're good for one single team. But when you're talking about trying to combine in divisions, that's where it begins to fall apart a little bit there, man. Uh, I don't know, Carl Tyron, Matthew and Derwin James back okay. there playing, doing some stuff. Matthew, I agree. Derwin James, because of his injuries, I, I he's my he's star a great player. He, he's a star when he's healthy. How often is he healthy? We'll, we'll get into that a lot more next week for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the AFC West, they would fare well, mostly because they do have a certain player that we're going to mention at some point that really makes a big difference. And the weapons in the AFC West is just lights out. Uh, it, it was hard to leave off some some players that I thought really were deserving of being on that within the weapons. There'd be a lot of other divisions I'd be happy to have some of the players that were left off of this list. Let's just run 13 personnel who nobody could match up to the tight ends. Like literally Mm -hmm. there's, there's not a single person or not a single team. Um, But yeah, no, let's keep going here. Center position. I have a Corey Lindsley, another Packers to the chargers uh, signing transition. Um, He's pretty easily, I think the number one center uh, listed. Um, I don't even know what to say. Like that's uh, we had Rodney Hudson for a long time with the, the Raiders, but um, he has moved on. So yep. uh, I think now it's Corey Lindsley is probably there's there's an argument that Corey Lindsley is the best center in football right now. Um, how much of that is actually playing with Aaron Rodgers and the uh, that type of offense and uh, Elton Jenkins, who is incredible. Everybody loves Elton Reisner. I love Elton Reisner, too. If I could redo that draft over, I'd probably take Elton Jenkins because he's been that good. Um, but uh, yeah, what, uh, are you with me on uh, Corey Lindsay? Corey yeah. Lindsay? Oh, yeah. There's no question about that one. I'm with you. I think last year he played as the best center in football. And uh, that that was a huge get for the, the Chargers. I think that's going to be one of their most underrated signings of the season. Uh, you and I have talked about it already. The center position. It is tough to to be on a rookie contract and play well. Mm-hmm. And, and so to bring in a veteran, especially for a young quarterback and Justin Herbert, that is going to pay dividends for them early and often for them this season. Yeah. And apparently Peyton Manning threw out the first pitch um, today for the all-star game and he turfed it and it was not. Pretty. Oh, so, um, come on Peyton. Yeah. That mile higher, man. It's been a little bit, um, but uh, we got Travis Tarbox coming in here saying, hello, Nick and Carl. It's 62 days until our Broncos get back to winning and 54 days until our Hawkeyes get after it. Nick, well, Travis, what a comment. <laughs> uh, maybe he doesn't have stars or a super super chat to it, but uh, that's a super comment. Thank you very much. Uh, Trevor coming in. Trevor Sandal. Uh, congrats, Carl, on the adoption adoptions. Um, I have eight kids, and I adopted my wife's four. Wow. Congrats. Awesome. Uh, keep up the good work, fellas. Uh, go Broncos. Yeah, well, that's... You too. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. My God. Um, Tinder, uh, Chargers are trying to make a run for Rodgers. I haven't heard anything about that, but um, if they do, can they please just send Justin Herbert over to the Denver Broncos? That would be um, – <laughs> maybe the Broncos wouldn't be as good uh, the next couple years compared to the Chargers, but uh, Justin Herbert, I would feel really good about this yeah, team long-term if I, they had him. I think he's mostly commenting that they're taking their entire offensive line that he's oh, had for all these yes. years. Yeah, that makes more so, sense. Might as well go get Rodgers too. Um, we got Andrew Beck saying, uh, love the O line doesn't get the respect they deserve. They set the tone for the whole game. Um, that's definitely, you can get by with an not incredible offensive line, but you cannot get by with a terrible offensive line. That's just, that's the way it is in the league right now. Uh, Megan coming in saying, I know I'm probably going to get roasted by this, but Gurley is the best running back in the NFL. That's Megan, a hot take. Yeah, that is a hot take. Uh, running backs. They're typically as good as they're ever going to be their first two years in the league. They're always outliers and aberrations, but uh, Gurley's been in the league a while. Degenerative knee disorder. Um, He looked like a complete afterthought for the Falcons last year. Um, I'm glad he was able to make the money that he was while he was here. You know, you're not here for a long time, so make sure you're here for a good time and hopefully here for a good time with that contract he got from the Rams. But uh, no, that's uh, I I, I would probably disagree with that one. Yeah. 
when he was healthy and at the peak of his career, man, he was fun to watch. He yep. was tough to bring down, picked up all the tough yards, just reminded you of the the old school way of football. And so, I, but you're right, that running back position, man, they just wear down so quickly. It's it's ridiculous. And that's why we keep saying don't use a first round pick because first round pick guy, you want to use, you want to be able to get them to a second contract and you really don't want to be paying running backs. I mean, I saw they had their top 10 list of running backs in football right now for ESPN. And Ezekiel Elliott was near the top. And one of the AFC execs that they interviewed for it said that he should have got some of the money that Dak got. And I'm going, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott already got paid big money and hasn't lived up to that contract. Yeah. So <laughs> he, he doesn't deserve any more money than what he's already gotten. Um, it, it just that, unfortunately, it's just the, the way of the running back position. Offensive line does a lot more for the run game than the actual running back. You could even say the pass game does more for the running game than the actual running back. Yeah. All about box numbers, right? Getting dictating and also uh, running backs can run for what's blocked for them. Also, I mean, anybody should know that it should be Broncos fans. Rest in peace, Alex Gibbs. Um, so uh, let's move on now. Left guard. Um, I'm not sure if we'll have a discrepancy here either. Um, the Chiefs just made this guy the highest paid uh, guard in football. Uh, Joe Thune. Um, Chiefs you know, they identified a problem and they attacked it kind of like the Broncos did with the cornerback position this year. The chiefs did the same with the offensive line. They also went after Trent Williams and thank God they didn't get him. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, they signed Joe Thune and attacked the interior of the offensive line. Thune can play center or either guard position listed as a left guard. So we're going to put him at left guard. And I'm assuming that we have the, uh, the same here. Yes. uh, There's no doubt about that. You know, Dalton Reisner, I know a lot of people have a lot of hope for him moving forward, but he has struggled to stay healthy at times was very inconsistent last season. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping for a nice bounce back season for him this year. You know, it, it'll be nice where for the first time he'll have both the left tackle and the center be the same. And yeah. just that continuity will be huge for the offensive line, having four of the same five guys from last season. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, he, he's not quite there yet. Joe Thune is a top five guard in football right now. He deserved to get that big contract. I wouldn't have paid it, no. but he, he definitely deserved it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we got uh, Dave Glassman is in the house. Good to see you, Dave. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for the hearts there. Um, and we also got Sliding Glide Bros coming in uh, with a new picture there. Good to see you, Sliding. Maybe he was on Twitch there for a while. Now he's on YouTube. I can't remember which one it is. Um, but uh, finally got to make it live. Go Broncos. Hashtag Go Broncos. Hashtag Our Time is Now. Hashtag State of Being. Thank you very much, Sliding Glide Bros. Um and uh, Jody Moncrief saying Joe Thune will be Glasgow 2.0 after getting paid. Um, be solid, but maybe not worth exactly the contract. That's probably a pretty good bet. If that's, yeah. The way it's, the way you worded that is uh, very much open to interpretation. I mean, we just had Glasgow best record in football. <laughs> right. And it's really hard for players to live up to a big contract. Yeah. It just, unfortunately, that's, that's the way it goes. I mean, you have to go from, you, you already played as a top five guard. There's not much room to go from there. <laughs> and and now you're being paid as a top five guard. So if you have any kind of slip, everybody's going, oh, my gosh, why would we have paid this guy? Yeah. And and so just there, there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. Uh, but I mean, I don't I don't think they care too much because obviously they got their money. So yeah. actually, <laughs> no big deal actually. for them. And uh, left tackle. I went with Garrett Bowles. Uh, I bet you probably did as well. And um, the landscape yeah. of the left tackles for the AFC West is not great. Garrett Bowles is a top definitely a top 10 left tackle right now um, in the league. And uh, I think he's pretty easily the best left tackle in the division right now. I do think that Colton Miller from a national perspective is a little bit underrated. Uh, we clowned that pick at the time, but, but that looks like it's one of the best uh, Raiders picks um, in a bit. Um, but uh, I'm not going to put Slater in yet to have Slater listed as left tackle. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not, I don't have any rookies on this team right now. So uh, no Slater. Um, I don't have also uh, Orlando Brown. He's been good. Um, but I'm really curious to see what his transition is like going from the very run option centric offense where the pocket is like make believe to one of the more pass happy offenses in the NFL where the quarterback will hang on to the ball a long time to create. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be an interesting transition, both good uh, Colton Miller and Orlando Brown Jr. Both definitely good tackles, um, but I'm going to Garrett Bowles. Yeah. Orlando Brown Jr. That's one of those trades. I know, I know why the chiefs made it, 
but of all the left tackles to trade for and to spend that much capital on, he's the one that I just understand the least in the sense of just, like I said, he's coming from a run heavy offense where it fits his skill set Perfect. Getting downhill, hitting people and, and just making a hole. That's what he's good at. Yeah. He's not the quickest of, of feet by any means. Um, and I think there's going to be times where he's going to really struggle in that pass happy, happy offense where he's not able to, to use his power quite as much as he would like to. So I, I understand why the Chiefs did it. I just think that's one of those trades where it's not going to quite work out like they hoped for. Yeah, no, I he'll be good. I'm just curious about the long plays, the ones that go a while where he has to maintain a block for a while. He's super, he's like one of the longest tackles in the NFL, not the most fleet of foot. Um, and now he can't just, you know, get a guy in a box and dominate him. He's going to have to cover more space. And uh, that could be an issue. You know, we'll, yep. we'll find out. I, either way, Garrett Bowles was awesome last year. He was actually really good from after the Cleveland game on in uh, 20, 2019 as well. And he continued this year and uh, got the contract he deserves. So uh, good to see that. Good to see the Broncos here uh, making two off the offensive linemen here. Mm-hmm. Um, three for you, Carl. Right. Goodness, I, what are you saying about this Broncos offensive line? Or is it just more the AFC West offenses are uh, terrible? A little bit of both. I, the, the offensive line improved big time in the AFC West this year compared to last year. Yeah. I mean, Chargers just went crazy. And of course, I mean, they, they, depending on Rashawn Slater and how much he really grows as a player and becomes something, they could have an outstanding offensive line sooner than later. And, you know, Raiders have used a lot of draft picks on the offensive line as well. We don't know what Alex Leatherwood will be. Mm -hmm. Maybe he turns into something more than we think he will. I mean, Gold Miller did that. So maybe that'll happen for them too. But but no, I, I think it's actually a pretty good division. It's, it's kind of one of those where there's there's strength on strength. That left tackle group, mm-hmm. really, I think compared to any other division, you could compare that left tackle group and say they might be the best one through four of any division. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. And, you know, center or not center, left guard, there's some decent players there. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not bad. It's not a bad group. But uh, and like I said, I gave him with a a Munchak bump for sure. That makes sense. Um, It's kind of like a uh, an enchantment or something, right? You have like the plus five for awareness because Munchak is there. Um, So uh, David David coming in here um, had a rough last few days in life, but hearing you guys here tonight makes things better. Well, David, happy we could be here to uh, distract you for a bit and uh, deliver some normalcy. But uh, thinking about you and hopefully things turn around here pretty soon for you. That's a Never want to hear that. Uh, right. Never want to hear people suffering. That's just, that sucks. So hopefully things turn around for you, buddy. Um, uh, all right. Uh, Dennis Woods coming in here. $2 super over on YouTube. Thank you very much, Dennis. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, great show tonight. Thank you, Dennis. Uh, Denver Broncos for like Go Hawks. Also, man, loving it. We're, we're really getting the niche here of the Broncos uh, Hawkeye fans. Um, I came upstairs right before the show came on and I was like, shit, I'm clashing. I got my Navy and the black, but it's like, ah, it'll work. Okay. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, but thank you very much, Dennis. Um, that I appreciate it. Um, there's another one I didn't want to get to here. Uh, Buana beast. Um, Brown played right tackle until last season and uh, then moved to left tackle. And then he threw an absolute giant hissy fit about I'm a left tackle from now on. I will only play left tackle. It's a tribute to my dad. Um, and if he was going to play right tackle this year, he would still be a Raven. He said, Nope, I'm only left tackle trade me or else. They're yep. not going to do that with Ronnie Stanley. So now or Orlando Brown is a, a left tackle. Um, that's how our lads has it as well as Mike Grammer's listed as the right tackle. And uh, that's where he's going to stay until, yep. unless he fails out there and has to go back to right tackle, but that's just what it is right now. Yeah. Now, if we were allowed to move players around, Nick told me before this whole thing, he said, you cannot have Brown at right tackle. That's cheating. Yep. And uh, I called him a jerk. So yeah, well. unfortunately, otherwise, yes, that'd be a great offensive line. If we're doing like all AFC West, like truly say, Hey, you have to play at this position. Man, that's a great offensive line. Now we're going to get into the weapons side of things. This offense would be unstoppable. I don't care what you have on the other side of the ball. You cannot stop this offense. I might put uh, Slater at right guard then also. Just if we're really moving things around. I know we haven't seen him yet, but uh, I think he's got a chance to be a really good uh, guard if if he struggles at right tackle. Um, And we got Jody saying Ronnie Stanley's best left tackle in football. If, if he's not, he's in the top three. Larry Tunsil's right. right there. Uh, David Bakatiari is right there. Um, yeah, he's, he's really good. Trent Williams, too. Yes, good, good, yep. good call. 
Um, and he said, uh, we got David coming in here saying, thank you guys. Go Broncos. No, no problem, David. Hope you're doing well. That sucks. I just can't really do much from here, but other than, you know, we see ya and, uh, you matter, buddy. Uh, Mo Ron saying Broncos OL seemed like an ish show last year. What am I missing? I think you are missing, uh, having the worst starting center in football last year, uh, trickle effect along with a quarterback who struggled with, uh, pre-snap checks of the line of scrimmage. Yep. And you had four different quarterbacks start throughout the season. And Reitzner Quarter- and Glasgow dealt with injuries. Right. And Wilkinson. Right tackle. Yeah, I was going to Well, and Wilkinson got injured. So, yeah, you, yeah. you have just a lot of turnover. If you look at the group, if they can stay healthy, this can actually become a very good offensive line. You started seeing some of the signs as the season went on of the improvements that they went through. And, and so you kind of think they're going to continue that with the offense being the same for the five starters still being the same. Obviously, like I've said many times, Mike Munchak, that is an underrated part of this whole equation when it comes to the Broncos offensive line. Everywhere he's gone, he has created a top five offensive line. Absolutely. And we are 40 minutes in and we've only talked offensive line. God bless. It's, oh, I don't know. It's the off season. We might not have enough to talk about. Never been an issue. Um, go, um, Meek. Five 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 coming in here with the ten dollars super. Thank you very much. He says, "Go Hawks, man. We're really getting it today." Um, sh- unless he means Atlanta, which are, you know maybe, Ooh. or the Seahawks. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but he says, uh, "Shout out to John on the mile high full mile high huddle salute." Heck yeah, uh, full mile high huddle salute for John. And uh, he says he wants in the fantasy league, Zach. Um, so you'll have to let John know or uh, let uh, um, Chad know. Um, but that I'm sure they could help you out. Mm-hmm. Also, Buana, you have a little Schlotman sticker here. Is that what I'm seeing? Is that <laughs> actually in existence? I am, wow. I am befuddled. How does this even happen? <laughs> Man, uh, um, Jay says, on paper, the Broncos look to have a good offensive line. I mean, the thing about the offensive line is you're good as your weakest player. And yep. uh, if one of the tackles gets injured or a Fleming slash Massey are terrible, the whole thing can sink. Um, but uh, on paper, it looks like they should be solid. Um, and here we go. Vinny coming in on our rotation, including Miners and Moody, is going to be strong and noticeably better. I feel very good about the interior guys. Tackle. Please, God, don't let Garrett Bowles get hurt. Please, yep. God, please, God. Um, please, Jibbers, or uh, whatever Homer says when he's flying over. Um, so now let's get on to the uh, the weapons. So let's go with uh, let's go with the tight ends here. As much as it pains me to not have uh, our guy Noah Fant there. Yeah. Another Iowa reference here. Man, it's Everyone drink. Um, drinks your bush light. Uh, Noah Fant should not be in the same conversation as Darren Waller or Travis Kelsey right now. Um, I love Noah. I think he's going to have a great year this year. I think he could be a top five tight end by the end of the season. But there's no doubt that Kelsey and Waller are top three right now. Yep. Right. And maybe even top two with, uh, if you're worried about Kittle's injuries. So uh, right. it's Kelsey and Waller. Sucks to suck for Noah Fant. He'd, yep. be, he'd be in literally any other division. He would be in the, the top two easily. Most divisions, oh, yeah. he'd be number one, honest to God. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, to the AFC West, you have Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. We'll see you soon. Yep. He he was top, borderline top 10 at the tight end position last year. Yep. And that was with quarterback play being all over the board. You know, him dealing with some injuries at different times, learning a new offense, all those kind of things playing into it. He was borderline right there. So I expect this year he'll be right in there in that conversation. Like you said, could really get himself into that top five, but could have, would have, should have. Like you, you can't, we're not doing this on projections. We're doing this on what we think right now, who are the best players in the AFC West at their position. And like I said, two of the top three tight ends being in this division, that's, it's unfair. It really is. And I mean, it's why so many times we have talked on this show of how, how do you stop the tight end? Because four games a year, you're going against some of the best tight ends in football. And, uh, you know, Kelsey, yeah, he's an easy, easy pick. And Kittle, like I said, with his injuries, I'd still have Kittle number one just because of his blocking ability. And I think he's going to have a a nice bounce back season. 49ers are going to get a lot of their injured players back. They'll be good this year. Uh, And then I'd have Kelsey and then I'd have Waller. Yeah. Sorry, Fant. Um Maybe maybe next year, but uh, it's tough in the AFC West. It's tough out here, buddy. Uh, Mr. Boggins coming in here, $5 super. Thank you very much, Mr. Boggins, my uh, Pacific Northwest buddy. Hopefully we can uh, 
fight off this wildfire smoke that's about to encroach on us here. Um, says locked on NFL draft only had Reisner in their all AFC West team. That is, uh, I love Trevor Sikama and Ben Solak. I would love to talk to them about this because yeah. I want to see who else they picked. Cause some of these ones, I have no idea. Maybe they picked Matt. I know that uh, Ben Solak loves Matt Fryers or Filers. So maybe they went with him. Um, but uh, I don't know. That's uh, that's one that concerns me. Also, maybe they have different parameters for us. Cause we have three wide receivers, two tight ends and two running backs, but um I don't know. Um, you'll have to let me know later, uh, Miss, uh, Mr. Boggins, uh, what that team was, because I don't know. Also, Buana, really having fun with the stickers over here over on Twitch. Um, but uh, let's let's get to it um, about uh, wide receivers now. I do have one Bronco uh, wide receiver in mind. I know that uh, he missed last year, but uh, I have Cortland Sutton still in the top. He's my ex. Um, he was a top 15 wide receiver before he went down. I think he's going to have an incredible year this year, um, regardless of whoever the quarterback is. Um, but, uh, man, I, I'm i a huge fanboy of Cortland Sutton. I think he deserves to be mentioned. I guess you could make an argument for Michael Williams because he's not coming off injury. I wouldn't. Cortland Sutton's more dynamic with the ball in his hands. He's more dynamic in the air. Um, he's a better blocker. Uh, give me Cortland. Yeah, I think Mike Williams gets so overhyped. He's one of the most overhyped receivers because he's good for fantasy football. Because he gets touchdowns, that matters that's, though. That's it does. there's value to that. It, there is value, but when we're talking about like true number one wide receivers, because I've got three guys that I would say are true number one wide receivers in football right now. Uh, you know, I, I have Cortland Sutton as well. I think, like I said, injury. He might start off a little slow getting back into the swing of things, and but before that, man, some of the catches he was making. Triple coverage, it didn't matter. Corlin yeah. Sutton's coming down with that football. He's got ability to make plays in space. He improved in his route running just at a level like we're talking like I know a lot of people are hoping Drew Locke has that Josh Allen bump. Cortland Sutton made that as a wide receiver. Yeah. And, and his improvement as a, a route runner. So what you tend to uh, see year one to year two, which is why people should be very excited about Jerry Judy this year. Yeah. Yep. Just saying. Um, our Powell coming in, since we were just talking about tight ends, who has the best tight end duo in the NFL? Um, off the top of my head, I'd have to go with the Eagles. I know that they've been looking to trade Zach Ertz. That hasn't happened yet, right? I've been off the grid with right. He's still he's still there. Zach Ertz there. and Dallas Goddard or Dallas Goddard is a top ten tight end in football too. Um, if not them, I know the Patriots just invested a bunch of money in the tight yeah. end position. What and, about uh, uh, OJ Howard and, uh, and Cameron Gronk. Oh, and Gronk. Yeah, that's a good one too. That that's definitely worth a mention. Um, the Eagles off the top of my head though. Yeah. Um, Ertz is definitely starting to fall apart though, so maybe not. Um, but uh, there we go for receiving receivers. They ran two tight ends with Waller, Kelsey, Allen, and Tyreek. Okay, well, I have we went through wide receivers, and that's why Cortland Sutton made it. But uh, my other two wide receivers, Carl, are Keenan Allen and uh, Tyreek Hill. I absolutely what? hate Tyreek Hill with a passion. Um, but uh, he's probably the most valuable. Um wide receiver in football right now, uh, given what he can do space wise, because you can't play single high coverage against the chiefs or he will absolutely freaking kill you. Um, and that limits, that makes it so much easier for the quarterback. It makes it, uh, you have more propensity to score big plays. It can be after the catch. It can be down the field. I hate him. I, I don't like, Ty- I, I don't really hate many players. Actually. I, I actually hate Tyree kill. Um, but he's too, he's too good. He's too good not to have on this list. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. You're, you're right. If you'd have these three receivers, Cortland Sutton, Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, man, good good luck. I mean, Jerry Judy, you're hoping he can turn into Keenan Allen and a little bit more. I think he's got a little bit more athleticism than Keenan Allen, but right now Allen is the best route runner in football. Mm. And that, is that, that's is that so? Yes. Hmm. Yes, it is so. Okay. Uh I have said it, so it is so. <laughs> but he, he's just, he makes people look silly out there. It was Antonio Brown for a while until he kind of lost it and kind of became an average player. But um, just, yeah, th- those three receivers, they have different skill sets, but they, they are three great receivers that really make teams have to completely game plan. How do you stop this guy? Good yeah, luck. Hooper and Joku is good too. Um, I'm laughing at this Victoria Hannah who is not speaking any sort of English. I'm going to get rid of, Oh, 
sure do love to friend me. Just send friend requests. All right. Yeah. You're gone. Bye, Victoria Hannah. Sorry if you guys were interested in the, that life, but uh, not for me. <laughs> um, God, uh, no bots. Um, so we've gone through the wide receivers. Uh, we both, we've been, the only difference so far we've had is uh, right tackle. Um, but uh, let's get to running back. Now, this one I actually had a hard time with um, to do two running backs. Um, and I, I'm trying very hard not to have any rookies on my list. So uh, yep. sorry, Javante Williams, you know, truthers out there. I'm excited about him too. I need to see how he plays in a world where Trent Williams can go or Trent Richardson go number three overall and be absolutely dreadful. I need to see at least a little bit of live reps before I'm putting you out here. Yep. Um, so I'm, I have uh, two running backs. One of them is Melvin Gordon. I think that he is a top, one of the top running backs in the AFC West. He was a top five running back in the NFL last year, the last six games of the year. Um, he was the main engine of the Broncos offense last year when the offense started to look good, right? They became like, we're going to run the offense through the running back, not through the pass game. Offense starts to look better then. Um, so Melvin Gordon made it. And then my other one, I have uh, Jacobs. I know that he kind of struggled a little bit last year, but he's still very talented. Um, he's good in all phases. Uh, I considered Austin Eckler because I love his receiving ability, but coming off that injury, he's really more of a complimentary back. Um, I couldn't go with Eckler. I couldn't yeah. go with Eckler instead of Jacobs. So I went to Gordon and Jacobs. I wasn't a big fan of the Gordon signing, but uh, he's still a talented player. He was probably too harped on last year, although if you're running the football and you're fumbling it, I can't live with it. Not in this economy, not in this past happy economy, but uh, probably Gordon and Jacobs for me. Well, and it's with Gordon. The nice thing is you have such a, a well-rounded game. Like he can run between the tackles. He can get outside mm-hmm. the tackles. He can catch the football and he can block. Mm-hmm. Like, he does everything you want out of a three down running back. Eckler, not a great blocker. Struggles sometimes getting between the tackles. You know, he really wants to get to the outside where he can use his athleticism to go make plays. And, and that's why I have him over Eckler. I think Eckler has bigger playability, but but Gordon's going to be your more consistent guy that you want going and pounding the football. And maybe if I was looking at this of like actually like building a roster and I'd say I got Josh Jacobs, maybe I'm going to compliment him with Eckler. Yeah. Maybe that's how it goes. But if I'm looking at the two actually best players – that those would be my running backs as well. Just running back careers are so short lived that Eckler last year, not looking good and injured is like enough of a ooh, scary for me. Um, so I leaned into Gordon there. Um, so did you have Jacobs and Gordon as well? Yes, I did. Well, the number one is uh, Patrick Mahomes quarterback. Um, that's, you know, surprise. yeah, surprise. Um, who would be your number two? Would it be Justin Herbert? Yes. Honorable. Just mention? because, not only did he have a great season, obviously, last year, but the upside on top of that. Like, I know we're not doing about upside, but I feel like he played right there along with where Derek Carr played last season. Mm-hmm. Maybe Derek Carr is just a hair above him. But for a rookie, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to go take that over what Derek Carr, because we know what Derek Carr is. Yeah. He's not also going to make this giant leap into the top five. Justin Herbert, he really could be a top five quarterback by the end of the season. Oh my god, that would suck so bad, Carl. I know. <laughs> I hate saying it. It, it really it, it like felt bad coming out of my mouth. Oh god. Did you ever watch or read Harry Potter? Yeah, back in the day when they're throwing out the slugs in the Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. That's ugh, that's what it seemed like to me. Um, but uh, here we go, um, Mr. Boggins. I missed the criteria. Is this legit playable offense, or is it just the best play? We're just listing uh, best offense. I mean, we're not trying to actually like culp together the best one out there, but we yeah. did. Um, Make sure that uh, stringent with left tackle, left guard, center, etc. Um, so, yep, there we are. Um, we got Andrew Lampy saying, "Hopefully, Gordon listens to his mama and hits the hole a little faster this year." Um, well, that's what she said. Um, Andrew Lampy coming in; it's a contract year. He better play f- better if he wants to get paid. Um, so, Carl, our only discrepancy was right tackle, and uh, you were you were wrong. So, my team was perfect um, because. The only thing that I had wrong with my teams, I didn't have enough Hawkeyes in it. No offense. Maybe I should have put him in as a, maybe put him at quarterback. You know, not. Nah, I don't know. Um, why no love for the Chiefs running back? Clyde Edwards-Alaire is good, um, but he wasn't great last year. I don't know. He was just he was solid. Um, he's yep. he's pretty good overall. 
he just does not have any breakaway speed and he's like not truly like a masterful power back either you know he, he's he's good i just don't love him and i know that eric and i will go back and forth through the rest of time because i said this is so stupid for the chiefs you're never truly a running back away they should have taken an offensive lineman they should have taken a cornerback or an edge rusher all of which i think would be more valuable than clyde edwards earlier right now damian williams is a fine back mm-hmm. um but uh no no uh no clyde, clyde edwards earlier for me yep I loved earlier, I think you put on Twitter something about how uh, how Bradley Chubb is going to make more than an offensive guard that yeah. is an all-pro. And and Bradley Chubb's not an all-pro edge rusher. He's yeah. good, but he, he's not that kind of level. And so it just shows, again, the, the positional value that you have to look at, especially in the first round. I don't mind after the first round. I don't yeah. mind that the Broncos decided to take a running back in the second round. I'm good with it. I mean, it's still not my favorite. I usually like to wait till third round or later, but I I like the player and it's not one of those where you are hampered contract wise with that kind of player and you're missing out on all these others that are first round talents. So, uh, yeah, with CEH, CEH, yeah, he's, he's good, but he didn't really change things for the chiefs. They weren't a better offense because he was on the field. I think there's some like crazy stat where the Chiefs were less their uh, EPA per play went down every time, or their win win expectancy went down every time they handed the ball off. Because every single time you do that, you're taking the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hand, Mahomes's hands, and magic can happen. Now I know you can't throw the ball every play. Like a team just physically cannot do that. Like the running kind of resets the offensive flow and uh, the offensive line in general. Like you just you can't. It's not Madden where you can throw the ball 99% of the time. Um, but uh, still, ugh, investing in a position that lowers your win expectancy compared to passing the football with Mahomes, I don't get it. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me, especially now you got the Frank Clark stuff. Their secondary is thin. Their offensive line still needs uh, has questions. They're a very top-heavy team, and now they're paying a big contract. They don't have a cost-controlled player at a position of value. They use it on a running back. Man, I uh, I don't know. And we got Jody saying that Derrick Henry is an outlier to not draft any running back in round one. Well, uh, Derrick Henry maybe is a uh, part of the rule, right? Not first round pick. I think he went like 35th overall or 36 or 37. Yeah. Second round pick for sure. Early second round pick. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but guys, uh, we got to, uh, get on out of here. We got things to do. Carl's got to go, uh, continue his uh hot streak or his, his heater that is on today so uh thank you everybody who joined us today for uh building the broncos you can find Carl and myself both on twitter carl at carl dubler mhh and myself at nick kendall mhh um also while you're over on twitter follow us at btb football pod and at mile high huddle and also uh, john's john's busy today but want to give him a shout out as well i know that he's in the comment section but he had uh, other obligations going on so follow john on twitter also at john k mhh uh thank you to everybody for giving us the uh, the thumbs up the laugh reacts the care reacts everything zebulon giving us the angry react Ooh. i wonder what that was about oh it had to be because we don't have noah fant listed right that's that's deserving no. of an angry react you, you blocked his friend oh <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't know oh god um stop talking about carl's heaters gross well um carl's getting lucky today that's all i can Mm -hmm. say guys um uh so yeah we got peace sign here thanks for the great show from moron uh we got michael saying great show guys trevor saying uh thanks for all the hard work fellas great podcast smash that like smash the like button like he said there Good show from Jody saying thanks, guys. Thank you, Jody. I know that you are a you're a tough critic. So if we're doing work out here, um, then you're saying it's good, then I'll take it. God bless. Great show from uh, Buana as well. Thank you so much. Uh, we got Tim saying because you guys are signing off. Yeah. Um, oh. Andrew saying a great pod. Nick Carl Beast. Um, and we want to see see this done for the D somehow. Don't worry. But this is what we're going to do next Tuesday for the defense. Yep. So don't worry about that. Um, Zebulon saying he had no idea he gave the angry react. Well. It's there now forever. So uh, now I'm upset. Um, and Mike S. saying another great show. BNS saying, well done, gents. Thank you very much. Tim Jura saying, thank guys. And Facebook user saying, good shit like always. <laughs> it's in the comment, Chad. You can see that. I, I have to say the comment. It says good shit. So I can't get in trouble. I'm just reading it. Um, and uh, Jacob E. saying, good show always. Good vibes. Um, keep the good vibes going, guys. Uh, follow follow us on uh, or like, subscribe, and share. 
on YouTube. Um, and that can help us a heck of a lot. And uh, I think that's going to be it. Thank you to everybody who uh, donated today. I was not writing down the list. We got Mr. Boggins in the house. Thank you so much. We got Meek5555. Uh, Dennis Woods was in here as well. And there was a few other uh, super You got the chats. Andrews. There's yeah, two and Andrews. Aaron, Aaron Morrow as well. Um, so uh, thank you guys so much. We appreciate all the kind words. Um, we will see you guys next Tuesday for another episode of Building the Broncos. Uh, but until then, we're signing off. Stay safe. Go Broncos. You've been listening to Building the Broncos. Join Broncos Country's deep divers at milehighhuddle.com to keep the conversation going.